said, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. Nigga, respect the game. That should be it. What you eat don't make me shit. Where's the love? Where's the love? Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jerz, a.k.a. Life As I See It, episode 104. Uh, we got C in the building, Gert in the building. Um, of course, making sure everybody or everybody make sure um, that y'all subscribe to the pod on Apple and on Spotify. Make sure that uh, you are buying your candles and your smell goods at LuxCollectionLLC.com. Uh, make sure that everybody is subscribed to our Patreon for our visual content at Patreon. Yo, why it look like you reading that shit? That shit, man. Nah, I'm not, though. Thank you for interrupting me. I know. <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> it. I, I know. That was the soft yeah. interruption. The real interruption <laughs> I was trying to segue into is this mad funny nigga say his jurors, a.k.a. life as I see it. Nigga, jurors is a.k.a. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, you can have you can be known as more than one thing. Fuck is you talk about? I know, <laughs> I know that's mad funny. Yeah. I know that's hey, good but shit, remember, but that shit had me dying do, last. Do you week. remember when niggas used to say BKA? <laughs> yeah, I think Joe Button started that too. That was the first nigga I heard. I think he say might have been the first I heard but, say that too, but I've heard multiple people say that. But anyway. Follow yeah. our Patreon. Make sure y'all go subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com backslash life as I see it podcast. Um, yeah, now we can continue. Um, yeah, nah, that yeah, I think he is the first that I heard um say that. But um, so I'm gonna just jump right in. Last week we started the pod talking about Dave Chappelle special. This week I want to start the pod again talking about Dave Chappelle special. Um, but um of course, it came out. Most people saw it. Um, he got a lot of backlash from the trans community. Um, and if you've been watching any of his specials, any of the last specials that he came out with, uh, the last few, there's been some backlash from the community uh, towards him. Um, I like to believe that it's been misguided, um, but it was backlash nonetheless. So this time, people are trying to cancel him and saying he's a bigot and you know, all, all, all types of shit. Um, I know that we all watched it. We all saw it. Um, so the first question is, A, how did how did you feel about it? Did you like it? And then B, um, what are your thoughts about all of the backlash that he's been receiving from the community? So I'm going to just start with you first, Gert. Uh, what you think about it and then what you think about the backlash? What I think about it, she wasn't all that to me. Like, um, I believe it to be the worst one out of the six. Um, as far as what he was talking about, 
I I get it. Um, as far as it being funny, like it wasn't funny. Like I've I've seen, you know, it's crazy because when it's certain people get into a space where they can't do no wrong or they can't do no right. I think he's so high up that no matter what he put out, it's gonna be received great by the people that like him. Um, but this one wasn't funny. And if we're comparing it to anybody's funny or even his own funny, it's it, it's at the bottom of the list. Like I, I think this was a continuation to the last one that he did. And I I don't think it was good enough to do. Like I, I feel like I got the message with sticks and stones. Sticks and stones was dope. Um and then this kind of was like a run on of that. It wasn't nothing new. It was no new topics. It was just fucking, I, I, I don't give a shit that much about trans people, respectfully. Um, I, it's, it's like- <laughs> There's no respectful way to say that. <laughs> no, I get it. I get what you're saying. I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I'm putting them in the class with everybody else. Like it's okay, I mean, you're, you're trans, big right. deal. No, like, I, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, it's it's it's. I I I don't think he missed anything with sticks and stones. It wasn't nothing in there that I was like, oh yeah, didn't think about that. Or damn, he bodied that point right there. Or yo, he it, it, well, it, you know, it was I, a couple of jokes. Like he's funny, so you know you you can pull funny out of it. But as far as his standard of what he set the ball to. I, that shit wasn't that. No, I get, me. I get that, right? I get that. What I will say, um, just um, kind of in response to that, is his comedy style to me um, has kind of turned into a conversational piece. And I mean, I get it. Technically, that's what stand-up comedy is, anyway. But, 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 but not no, no, everybody. No, no, I'm just saying, like, I you know, get. whatever. He, yeah. it's been, it's been like a conversation piece where. It ain't so so funny. Uh, I'm in cramps. Um, it's more of like it's almost like PSAs in a masterful way. Cause I, I look at him as like a craftsman who's able to like, you know, really, really direct and command the room in a certain way to where he culture, not even just the room, culture. He he well, sure. put well, the room first, the in room a place because that's who he's speaking yeah. to. And then then of course he's aware of. He, his message is being received by the world. So the culture, I, I'll, I'll say that. Um, but so so with that point in mind, I'm not going to say I went into it not expecting to laugh, because that's just ridiculous. And Dave Chappelle is funny. Um, but I do agree that I wasn't laughing like the whole time, like, oh, I'm in cramps, my stomach is hurting, this is the funniest shit I've seen. Um, but I kind of grew to except his style of how he does his comedy and so i'm not really but his style his style he's able to do right. it like his style even the um the joint he did for george floyd that was um pure conversational it wasn't it wasn't super fun yeah like but PSA. you know but i i i it wasn't so it, it, was it felt better like it, but I'm no, I'm saying he's able to do 
the conversational shit and it still be mm-hmm. great. He's able to do, you know, like Sticks and Stones was a mm-hmm. masterpiece. You know what I'm saying? Like he was able to touch on what he wanted to touch on and still be funny. The George Floyd shit, he was able to be conscious and still, you know, give you something. This didn't give me nothing. Like it was just so this wasn't I, great. It gave me nothing. I fell asleep on it. <laughs> yeah, I fell asleep on it. You know what they say <laughs> you I, fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. And then not it, it just like there was it was a couple chuckle pieces, but I, I wanna laugh. Like, and if I'm not gonna laugh, give me some kind of nuance that's mm-hmm. like, you know, it did so none see, of that for me. But so what what was your uh your assessment like did you like it and then like with the whole backlash and all of that i liked it i don't think it was um a i don't think it was a learning tool for us for african-american people i think it was a learning experience because he has such a wide audience and they say that you know he hates trans people like when you like he said it himself, you know, I never had a problem. And I knew what he was going to say before he said it. When he said, I never had a problem with the trans community. If you've been watching my comedy, if I've had a problem with white people. And I get that because it's more so of white supremacy is sprewing over to the trans community, which is what I was talking about last week when I was talking about the cancel culture and how white people invented cancel culture and how we as black people implement cancel culture on ourselves. We're doing, I hate to sound very Malcolm X-ish, but we're doing the white man's job for him. So this is what he's trying to bring over to the whites in the community to say, I don't have a problem with this particular group. I have a problem with the way that they cancel everybody, with the way the group has that power and they use it to, they they just use it on anybody. And we as Blacks, we've been trying to, you know, mobilize and trying to gain that type of power for years. And we're unable to, to get that. Not to mention that we have billionaires that are Black. We have, you know, we are hip hop culture is taking over everything. And so we are trying to, in a sense, get that power that the trans community has, but we have yet to get it. So I don't think it was for black people to chuckle and laugh. I think it was a learning tool to whereas though he's trying to tell white people like, I think that you guys are changing the rules. You change them consistently. And for you to say that I hate this group of people because I don't agree with how they do stuff is just another cop out of you trying to turn it back on us as black people. You're going to say that I am a hateful person because I don't like what y'all do to these people. And that's why he brought up the Kevin Hart thing again. And that's why he brought up the baby thing again, because they tried to cancel them based off of what they said. If you realize the baby didn't even say gay and AIDS in the same break, he said if you are sucking dick in the parking lot, put your cell phones up. If you have wet pussy, and put your cell phone up. And if you have a, if you don't have any STD or AIDS or whatever, put your cell phone up. Those two didn't even go together. But that community but gays, tried to cancel yeah, them. Not only that, in gays, like he could have been talking to women. Gay people, yeah, gay people, yeah, gay people, bi, trans, all kind of people have AIDS. 
Like exactly, it's not all, specific. All could be sucking but dick they, in the parking lot. But that's the thing; they took that. Wait, all people can be sucking dick in the parking lot. Yes, they can. <laughs> all people can be sucking dick in the parking lot. Yeah. He was correct. So I'm just saying, you can't sit here and just. Th- that's just basically what he was saying. Basically, you can't just internalize <laughs> what you want to internalize and then have a problem with it and try to cancel this person based off of something that you've made up in your mind about that person. That person didn't even say anything to make it even connected but, to a gay. Or I mean, I'm sorry, the, I, I keep saying a gay, but connected <laughs> to <laughs> the trans or the you know LGBTQ, whatever, I, whatever. That, those would you things have- didn't go together. Would y'all compare them to like the vaccine how they just came out of nowhere and took over? <laughs> and it's different variants of them because oh, it's a Delta shit. variant of the vaccine. <laughs> and it's a different variant every time. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. All right. We're here now. I'm sorry. No, we're here. Fuck it. We I love we, everybody. We I love all y'all. Die together. <laughs> Bad boys for life. <laughs> I love all y'all. <laughs> oh, shit. hey, yo, real quick, too. Like, um, real you quick. can't cancel Dave Chappelle. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you can't. Dave Chappelle is not paid by anybody. He fucking shows up. I got my check. Like, I don't care. But, but not only that, he's not like he, you gotta, he's not on yeah. the bill. Mm-hmm. He just shows up and does comedy. But that's what he said, too. He said, you talking to a person who left the money on the bus. Like, I love that. Like, you can't. That's that's basically what he was trying to say. Like, y'all can cancel me because I'm me. Like, I'm forever be me. He he strategically put himself in a position to not be canceled. Yes. Dave Chappelle. I agree with that. And I quote. He's uncanceled. He said, and I quote, fuck Twitter, fuck NBC News. (laughs) ABC News, all these stupid ass networks. I'm not talking to them. I'm talking to you. This is real life. And he was saying that in front of a crowd. And then a nigga said, if this is what being canceled is like, I love it. I don't know what to tell you, except I'm a bad motherfucker. (laughs) Now that's funny. (laughs) Yes. But I love it. I love love it. And I didn't think that it was meant, I didn't, I didn't think that anything was meant to be like, ha, ha, ha. I think it was just meant to be thought provoked. But then, well, I, I don't want it to be a comedy special. They call it a seminar. <laughs> but, it was the close, it was called the closer. Cause you got to understand well, that all of them went together. It was a series of the same type of speech. And this is the closer. This is saying, I'm bringing everything full circle. It's the end of the book. That's actually, it's the that's fair though, because, but, okay, so look, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I, I mean, hey. I, I, when I saw it, when I saw the title, okay. Yeah, you kind of get that, but then I never really, I guess, thought about it like that in terms of, all right, say, for example, if you watch all of them back to back to back to back, right? And I might actually do that just to see how everything goes into each other and just to see if this was this brilliant plan all along to have an ongoing an ongoing thing. Um, because, Gert, you said, you know, this one was kind of like a continuation of the last one, which I do agree. Um, but maybe this was part of the plan. And if this was, in fact, part of the plan, and if I was able to kind of like watch all of them in succession and 
really get like, you know, this is a series. I think it makes it even more brilliant and genius. You know what I'm saying? To me. Brilliant. But but here's the thing. Well, I'm saying you not think that, but I'm just saying, like, how do you not think that when when it was the closer to me, right? Initially, when I I, when I saw the closer, I just looked at it as okay, this is the last one. You know what I'm saying? Like I knew I I knew he had been this is my argument. My argument stands here, is but, that makes we sense. grade people on how we like them and not the work you're, they put you're out. Right, right? You're, right, so you're right in that. If we, if we hold this up to Kevin Hart's last stand-up, Kevin Hart's shit was way I funnier agree. than no, I, But I agree with that. No, I agree with Gert. See, funny? I with Gert. It was way I funnier. See, but the thing is, right, okay, I grade people yeah. off of them. Right. I grade them off of them and what they have given me over the years and what I like about them and what I don't like about them in compared to what's out right now. Right. Like if there's another special, like let's just say, for instance, I like the Kevin Hart special. Right. And I said, Kevin Hart special was dope. Um, Dave got to come with some shit because if he don't like, you know, Kevin Hart special is better or whatever. I cannot grade Dave Chappelle and Kevin Hart on the same the same level. Me personally, I can't because I of it. the level of work that Dave Chappelle has put out thus far. Like when he was talking about, no, I'm just talking about this series of comedy, right? If we're talking about this series as a whole, that's how I'm grading it because I'm not grading it as an individual special. This was not an individual special to me. Like I said, this is the closer and this is all of these specials are like a, it's like a, a doc or like a TV series, like a, a BMF power series or whatever. I'm not grading the episodes individually. I'm grading it as a whole series, a whole series of music or a whole, a whole series. You know, like, yeah, but we could see. Yeah, exactly. But we could a whole make album. That... I'm grading it like that. I'm not grading it individually. So I can't say conceptually, individually, that this was worse or this was better than Kevin Hart. I can't say that because everything had it pieced together. It was a masterpiece to me. Well, we Kevin could, Hart we could argue not. that. It's just a one-off. You get what I'm saying? I, I could argue. I could argue opposite. Okay. Because if you look at Kevin Hart, they're all stages of his life of him getting older and what he's dealing with getting gold to getting money. Yeah. So we, I, I could make the argue that all of his is a runoff from one another. It's just where he's at at that point. He's only talking about the shit he's doing with more money and his kids getting older. So you could make that argument. We just and a lot of people is not talking about worldly things, and that's where it comes into is, play. To where though I don't like, I, okay, I like my comedians to talk about what's going on in the world, not just what's going on in your world. I don't care about and that's your fair. kids finding you or, or you cheating on whatever. I don't care about what that's happened fair. to you in the tabloids and you addressing it. I care about this nigga went on stage and talked about George Floyd and made it clear. I care about the fact that this man addressed the trans community and made it clear. I care about these different. But see, you don't, but you, you can't. No, no, she's fair. I, I, that's her, it, that's, it, that's right. what so, she likes. No, but. No, I agree, but what I'm saying is... Like, it's not just... But who... All right, then who else do you put in that category other than them two? As far as... Not too many. As far as comedians that that I watch? No, no, no. As far as comedians that talk about world, current events and shit that's going on right now. But what if she don't watch a a bunch of comedians, though? I was going to say, as far as, like, the comedy... So, but... My argument would be is like you you change no, look, the standards. I, 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 I would disagree with that only because like what if 
let's just say this could be mad fault, but let's just say she's not a big comedy fan. She don't really care for the genre like that. But there's two people who, when they put something out, she likes them and she likes them because of these reasons. And she likes this one because he does this, that. and she likes this one because he does that. What's wrong with that? Nothing. My only argument is holding the same criteria no. for everybody. I don't like, hold it, the it, same it, criteria to everybody. I said I don't care is what I said. I don't hold you to. That's why I can't judge them on the same level. That's what I initially said. I cannot judge Kevin Hart on the same level as I judge Dave Chappelle. I can't. Because they're two but, different people. They're two different comedians. And I like Kevin Hart. Agreed. I love Kevin Hart in movies and interviews. Just off the top of his head, Kevin Hart is amazing. Even Real Husbands of Hollywood. I love that shit. I love that show. That's like one of my favorite shows. But I cannot get into his stand-up because it's just like, okay. And not to compare them, not to be like that. It's almost like a, and, and this is, don't take this offensive. It's almost like comparing like a Meek Mill album. Like when he's rapping about money, he's rapping about his life. He's rapping about girls, cars, and bad bitches and stuff. That's like a Kevin Hart to me, as opposed to listening to someone like a worldly rapper who's going to rap about other shit and not just their life. And that's the day like he fell to me. Exactly. Or Nas. Or Nas, I, I, exactly. So it's, I mean, at the end of the day, when we're talking but, about artists, all But what I was... Though, Still, so it so, is. No, I get it, that, but what I'm, I'm saying is, off of that. But sometimes I don't want to hear about I'm bad with you, see, all that. See, I'm with you a hundred. <laughs> I'm with you a hundred percent, right? My only pushback comes from the lane that you say you're looking for. There's only a small group of people. But why am I that not allowed fit to like into that? <laughs> no, I'm not saying like, you're so not. You I'm saying, and then so what? You're not. You're not letting me finish. I'm trying to make the point. It's who else? If if so, from what you're saying, you like right. I'm my mind only goes to Chappelle and Chris Rock, but I'm sure there's other specials that you like. So I'm saying, how do you judge those other people? Because I only see them two as the ones that's doing that type of shit. So let's just say like uh, Burr. Uh, you seen Burr special? I did. I liked it. You yeah. like that? His last one you on Netflix, him, right? But you put him in with them? I would with, uh, I would put him in more so with a Kevin Hart, kind of. Because when he was talking, he was talking more so life. about his wife life. and everything. And so it's not, that's just like this. Wait, Gert, let me just explain it in this way. I can listen to a Moneybag Yo album. I can listen to a 21 Savage album. But I can also appreciate the new Nas album and a new Hove album and wherever they are in life. I can appreciate those because you're rapping about conceptual things. You're not just rapping about, I can listen to someone who just, I can listen to a Moneybag Yo and say, yo, that was a good verse or that was a good song for him because that's how he raps. That's what he rap about. Just like I could appreciate a Kevin Hart's stand-up because that's what he makes his stand-ups about his his family. I've been watching Kevin Hart since I used to go to his comedy shows when he was just starting out. And it was funnier to me back in the day. Now I'm a little, I'm maybe I'm not there yet. Maybe my pockets aren't there yet. So I can't appreciate what he's giving me. But conceptually, the whole feature is always going to hit to me. Because he, whenever he gets on the microphone, and just like Dave Chappelle, whenever they get on the microphone, it's thought provoking. It, I'm never going to say that shit just didn't hit for me. I got you. Word. So, um, 
all that being said, um, my short take, and then we can move off of Dave, is um, I think that Dave Chappelle, you know, we spoke about this last time. If he puts out a dud, does it change your perception of him? <laughs> and it was funny. You're no, no, no. It was it was perfect, though. It was a perfect question because when I saw it or as I was watching it, I thought about what he was at. You know, I thought about that question. Um, and I still agree with C. I don't think it changes anything for me. First of all, I like it. Let me just say that. Be clear about that. I liked it. Um, so I don't think it was his best work, but I, I still liked it. Um, I didn't like it any less. I still looked at it as very crafty, like he's a craftsman. And um, I enjoyed it because I understood the point and I took the point for what it was. Um, as far as the backlash and everything is concerned, like we already said, you can't cancel Dave Chappelle. You know what I'm saying? Like he's already, he's independent of all of your cancellation tactics. He does what he wants to do. And he's cemented he's in cemented. the culture. Yeah. He does what he wants, and he's been doing what he wanted. So he's not about to stop doing what he wants now. Like, that's ridiculous. Um, so, you know, to whoever didn't see it, I think that you should. Um, for one, just to be part of the conversation, because I think the bigger conversation is what he was, what he was making a point to highlight, which is if we're talking about discrimination then discrimination has no race or gender or this, that, and the third. Discrimination is discrimination. So don't discriminate against anybody and we'll all, we'll be all good. You know what I'm saying? People can have preferences. People can have their opinions. That's fine. But when we talk about discrimination, it shouldn't be specific to anybody because it ain't cool, period. So I think that's the, I think that's the overall point. Um, and I just want to say this. I, I, I don't feel like he shouldn't have made it. I just feel like if we talking funny and we're arguing funny, that shit wasn't that. Is, is it a great piece or a time piece? Yeah. But it, it, it would be, I, it's equivalent to Kevin Hart chasing money and his comedy style changing. Is this Dave chasing, you know, pushing himself further a into the space that yeah. he wants to be in for. And it could be that. It could very well be that. So it's thought provoking. I think some things aren't meant to be funny all the time. I think it's supposed to be intentional. It's I supposed see. to make you think. Um, see, I don't stand think up that, is supposed to be funny. I didn't think that it's always supposed to be funny. It's, it's, he did <laughs> have jokes in there, but motherfucker should have sat down. Look, look, look. It's putting the it's putting the medicine. I mean, it's putting the candy in the medicine. There you go. That's medicine and the candy. Or the medicine and the candy. Yeah, there you go. Sorry. Yeah, Niggas shouldn't have called candy. it a stand-up. <laughs> should have called that shit a webinar or some shit. I, I, I want to laugh when I see Steve. It is called, yeah. called stand-up comedy special, so I, I get it. I get it. But it was a closer. Yeah. Now, I'm just saying. Yeah, it's crazy how... Hey, yo, it's crazy how niggas bend the rules for niggas they like, man. That's my man. Niggas said, no, he did. No, he did. I'm going to stand beside him, y'all. Niggas did the uh, the joke club. That's because y'all don't understand him. He said, we don't want a good principal. We want Mr. Clark. I cannot. 
Mm-mm. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. Word. Um, so uh, more weekend news. More weekend news. Um, we had the, the Wilder Fury fight. Um, part three. We all kind of knew who would win. We all knew how it would end up. Um, nah, we all didn't know. How you ain't know? Who didn't know? Because hope, hope is a thing in America. Who said that? And the church. The fuck? Hope is a thing. No, they say faith. They don't say hope. So maybe hope is. That's the same thing. No, it's the same thing. Hope and faith. No, it's not. They actually have two different words, so they're not the same thing. <laughs> And they, <laughs> they actually have this It's true. Words they, mean. They, they came out the same mama and daddy. <laughs> A synonym, but, you mean? Be disrespectful. But, but uh, a lot of niggas thought Wilder was going to win. I don't want to just... I uh, us, bro. bro. It was no bro, evidence. Bro. I said us. I said us. I said the people here. <laughs> I, nigga, I'm the nigga that had hope. I hoped he was going to win, too. Did you, you hope, no did evidence. Did you think he was going to no win? No evidence suggesting How far did your hope go? Did you bet on him? <laughs> I did, but oh. I got set up. Oh, you had, you had belief. So I got to tell you. <laughs> you ain't had hope. I got <laughs> set up. That's not hope. That's belief. That is belief. That's conviction. That's another no, word. I had faith. <laughs> different definition. Yeah. That's faith. I had faith in him. And that's faith, what killed me, putting my faith in this up. Three different things. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, faith is to believe without seeing. Yeah. And I believed he was going to win without ever seeing anything that <laughs> suggested that. Did you see the trilogy? Did you see the first two? That was funny, though. Because if you see yeah, the was, first two, the last. Yeah, that nigga gassed me. The nigga gassed me on uh, his Instagram page. Like, yo, check this shit out. Check out this new shit I've been working on. <laughs> nigga said, oh, okay. None of that new shit. New, nah, I got, got lied. So I'm going to I'm going to keep it a being. I did get lined for the bet. I had no intentions on betting on him. And I called to make another bet on something else. The nigga was like, yo, why don't you just bet on that one too? And I was feeling myself like, all right, fuck it. I bet on that one too. I ain't scared. Smart man. That was and then as soon as I did it, now he got me. Now he got me. (laughs) Right after I bet, I was like, why did I do that? That was yep. dumb. Yep. <laughs> I, was, I was like, that was dumb. All right. So check it. it. Um, yeah. He, um, he, what I will say is this. First of all, well, my opinion, I think it should be general knowledge, but people don't be thinking the same way. I don't think Wilder can box. Like, he's not a, a, a great boxer. Like, I think he's a knockout artist. And I don't even know about artists. He's a knockout machine. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he catches you think, with one, you're going to sleep, generally speaking. Well, shit, everybody else but Wilder. And he, I mean, but Fury. And even he put him down but a couple Fury, times. Yeah. So I'm saying that he could knock your ass out if he catch you with one. And that's been his superpower. But he's not a skilled boxer. Yuri Show in fight number two, really both of them, but especially in fight number two, he's a better skilled boxer than him. And he has a little more I, weight than him I, so i just I, think that I think body is disgusting i disagree what what so you think you think what, he's a skilled boxer? wilder wilder is a boxer is he a skilled um boxer you know he's a boxer yes <laughs> i i i believe it to be a he skill more skill in yeah. his face he looked better he looked better but i believe it to be all of them i i 
his game plan was when I connect, you're going to sleep. But that didn't so we work. can no, it didn't work on Tyson Fury. Yeah. There's only one person, but so but, one person my, twice. Actually, no, three times. No, three times. Three times. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, let's give Fury his credit. For sure. Right? We could give Fury his credit without penalizing. Uh, Wilder for it, it, right? Because nobody, no, 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 you're (laughs) saying Wilder can't box. No, you're saying he can't box. My argument is that he can't. No, I granted, my argument is something different, right? So, had it not been Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury is an undefeated heavyweight boxer, he got a game plan. Um, I don't. I, I think Wilder's game plan was good for anybody. Styles make fights. Fury is just the answer to what Wilder does. I don't think that Wilder um, can. It, watching that fight, I don't think there was anything Wilder could have did to have helped him with what Fury was bringing to the table. He could have had he more leaned energy. on the most. Should have did some coaching. What what Fury Fury's game plan was to lean on yeah, him. He did yeah. that. And he leaned on him. That body, but, that, that, that 300 was pound body. <laughs> that nigga was cheap. That nigga, man, so, nigga had that pound body. Right. I, I don't see anybody who could have survived that. Like he leaned on him and he knows how to box. So Wilder put on weight for that fight and the weight helped him Fury. with the leaning. No, Wilder. Oh, Wilder. Wilder put on. Wilder put on. Wilder put on yeah, but uh, Fury put on more weight, and that's where they were saying yeah, that but, he was not going. They didn't think that they thought that his weight was going to work against him, but I didn't. It think worked so. for him. Yeah, it worked for him. He was two seventy seven. Wilder was like two thirty eight. That's a that's a big ass difference. Yeah, he was two thirty eight and two two eighty. But Wilder normally fights smaller than that. Yeah, he he normally and. So from looking at it, right, I, I I was saying it didn't make sense for him to put on the weight. But Man. from watching it, it did yeah. help him. No, but him being he, so I, and this is just my opinion, right? Wilder should, the, the only way he could have beat Fury, not he should have, the only way I seen him beating Fury was to slip the punches mm-hmm. instead of, Going straight exactly. back, slip, but but with the weight he put not on, used to it. that makes it harder and to do that. In the ropes and but, all that other shit. But the no, just being that if big, you, nigga, Lennox you, Lewis, you can't Lennox slip Lewis shit if you're that big. That um, you know, when you get into this weight he class, um, he said, you know, putting on that muscle weight isn't always the most beneficial thing, and and in fact, a lot of times it but it's, it it doesn't help you as much as you would think it would in other sports. It doesn't help you like that in boxing. But it's it's no one clear cut weight way. He needed if you see he needed the weight though. Like if no, but he kept lifting. It, he was saying by him lifting weights. That's what Lennox Lewis was saying. He just was lifting weights. He was saying he needed to do more practicing, like on footwork, and he needed to do more strategic stuff, not just lifting weights for boxing because it it's not about. But it don't. 
It don't matter well, when this big did. nigga is leaning. No, when this nigga is leaning on that you, nigga licked you're going to get tired. had enough motivation from that because I would have kept showing him the picture of him licking him <laughs> in his wife's face. Look at this shit, nigga. Wake the fuck up and go whoop his ass. Man yeah, should you lick can't. you in front of your wife and your kid. And you should let it, him beat you like that again. Come on, yo! Now. It's nothing I seen Wilder could have did to win. Like even it, 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 it just, and I'm just saying, me like looking at that shit, Fury that weight made a let me, big if, difference. So let me advance the question a little bit, uh, or the conversation rather. So who beats Fury? Because I don't think Joshua beats Fury. Nah, Joshua ain't beating Fury. Nobody. <laughs> no, Joshua is not even fighting. They're not even fighting. I know, Joshua I know. I'm lost just saying, the belt. I'm just you know, but so. no. I would like to see um, maybe uh, not, not what's his name King Kong Ortiz. I think that may be a different fight because of his boxing style. I think could create challenges for Fury, but once that nigga start, I don't think on anybody you, beats Fury. I think like, yeah, it's, it's, I don't it's, think so either. Yeah. I think so, the gypsy king. I think Wilder fought a hell of a fight. I think he was going to last that long. Warrior. How was he still standing, yes. yo? How? That nigga had on that with the shit. He, he's what sitting right now. I mean, for what he got knocked down to 11? 11? And his legs and his legs was dead. At yeah, five, like, nah, his leg was yeah. going like after he knocked him out. Yeah, like five or six. I would say that's when yeah. he started to get tired. Was like this, but he got knocked down here. in like the second round, though. What Fury? Yeah, but he, yeah, but Fury, he, he Fury got knocked down twice. No, that was amazing. Yeah. That was fucking amazing. But this is my but point. No, he didn't get knocked down like that, though. Fury got knocked down like all right. No, it wasn't. To the point to where right. the Wilder got knocked down. Wilder got knocked down. He got the wind knocked out of him. Fury got knocked down, and he was just like, "All right, well, let me just get up." Like it was, it was like a, it wasn't a strong punch that knocked him down. Is what I'm trying to say. It wasn't strong enough right. to keep him down. If you get knocked out twice in one round, you're supposed to be out. That nigga got right back. When up. he got knocked down, he was every time him. they fought and bounced the fuck back up. Fury different. Exactly, and he won every time they. <laughs> What I want to say too to that though is uh for conscious niggas, nigga, let the internet be the internet. I, I don't want to hear let us get our jokes off first. Everybody coming out, nigga, Wilder's a true warrior. And anybody who don't see that, y'all bugging, nigga. Let us have our jokes and we could talk about the shit after the fact. I seen Everybody a bunch of people that coming he's a warrior. out. Nobody's taking that from him, but the shit was just funny. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> let's get our jokes off. Yeah, like it wasn't even that bad. That nigga was singing afterwards. That nigga went to a rave. Yo, nah, he was wild. <laughs> that shit was funny. That shit was funny. But he definitely Told had you. mad energy. Mad energy. And I know wild the punches hurt too. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, Fury different. I think he took, I think he took some off the punches with him putting on the weight. I think uh, they messed up his punching power, Man. but um, I, I think, I, I the think it's hard. It, it, Fuck that. I know he's a boxer. I know, know he's a heavyweight. Well, you they but... hurt, but they didn't affect him that much. You see how his punches, like <laughs> his punches, hurt way more than Wilder punches. <laughs> he was fucking him <laughs> up, though. He was. Wilder was like, "What the fuck am I doing?" <laughs> I couldn't. Point. I really couldn't believe this nigga was still standing up. I'm like, "Yo, this nigga, this is like." 
Because his legs was gone the whole fight. Like every, like every round, I'm like, damn, yo, crazy. this might be the one. And then he kept going. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he kept trying to gas himself. That nigga was sleeping in the corner. Hey, wake the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga. <laughs> and look, I can't fuck with Wilder, so <laughs> I want to I I no also struggle. make that clear, too. <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> I want to be extremely clear. Like, nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do. Facts. Big facts. I just want to so, say, you did what you were supposed to do. And he lasted longer than what I thought. Because I was my going head would have been in the audience now. somewhere. Like, what? <laughs> like, no. Homicide. He did good. Homicide. <laughs> By his streets, got a, by streets need a body. <laughs> the streets need a body. <laughs> oh shit! Nah, but um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so I do want to um, I do want to talk about. I want to talk about uh the, the the verses real quick, and we can move on because then I don't really got a super deep dive. But the latest verses is Big Daddy Kane and KRS One, um. We know they two pioneers. I don't know how familiar people, I know older acts, or not older acts, but like, you know, older people or the older generation, they are, this is like their Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Because they was there. They was there. They was outside. I wasn't. You know what I'm saying? But most of the music, I had to go back to it, you know, once I got of a certain age. Um, And I can appreciate them for what they, you know, I mean, provide. It's just not. It's not my bag, so, you know, it's not my time. I don't know how to fully gauge it. Um, that said, I think that um, KRS One wins. Um, I think from my understanding of KRS One, this is <laughs> what he does. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really see him losing. That's just my take. But Gert, I don't know what you. What you think about the Kane and, and, and KRS versus? I got KRS for the win. Yeah. Where? Uh, I, 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 I don't, uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't there. I wasn't there. Um, yeah. I know Kane is nice and he was like the first uh, whatever. <laughs> smooth. The first whatever. Nigga, think but, he, but if he come out dancing, he might win. Kane ain't dancing. Come on. Uh, Kane 57. I, I, I got KRS. I got KRS to be the master of ceremony. ceremony. Yeah. Like, I think they came up with that word for him. Like he was the first master of the ceremony that really like yeah. <laughs> moved the crowd. Really moved the crowd. <laughs> yeah. 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 So and you know, shots to Kane. I mean, like breath control, and, and that nigga still teaching rap. Like nigga going around. He was there. <laughs> he was there. You want to talk about somebody who was there? He was there. <laughs> I think I, I don't know if Rakim and Kane probably would have been a better. Mm-hmm. But that's what I was um, expecting. Yeah. You know, if that if that was to ever happen, or if, if either of them were to ever be in it, um, that's what I was expecting. I will. The one thing versus kind of needs to do is get a set date and set time 
for all of these shits because with them swaying on what days they released, I believe it affects the numbers drastically. Eh, but it depends on who it yeah, is, though. It depends thing, on who it is. But there's a level. They're artists. You can't always just do it this day, this time, or whatever, because they got other shit going on but, too. But, they got stuff that's scheduled years in advance, I mean, especially from the pandemic. Not even just so that, you gotta though. If you remember, that. like for example, the Isley Brothers um, and Earth, Wind, and Fire was on Easter Sunday. But for that time, <laughs> for that audience, for what the, it made, it made a lot of sense for it to be Sunday. Uh, I think the Patty Labelle and Gladys Knight. Night. I think that was on a Sunday as well, if I'm not mistaken. It could have been a But you get venues and stuff too. You have to incorporate all of that stuff too. You can't just say we could do it this Saturday at this venue. You can't do it Saturday at Madison Square Garden anymore because <laughs> it's bad, you know, the, the Knicks is playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you gotta kind of incorporate now nah, they could still do that. They're not in the uh yeah, what's I know, the name I know. I'm not saying yeah. that, but I'm just saying that you gotta take other um, things into uh I I get that, but they that does affect the numbers. We can't act like it's I don't think it affects the numbers because if you want to watch it, you will be there and you will watch it if you care. That's a fact. Not if you got something to do. It's on your phone. It's mobile. You can your phone is with you wherever you go now. So if you have somewhere to go, and then it's also recorded, so you can watch it again. It's not like it's not on the go with you. It's not like you have to be stationary at the TV at a certain time. You can take it with you and go. I agree. I agree. It doesn't affect that numbers disagree. at all. It, it just is about if you care. Yeah, I'm about to say, because ultimately it all depends on who it is. Yeah. Who cares that much? People who care. Some, Some people, people care, care about They're music. Shit, you cared about the locks and dip set. I'm sure if you was out, you would have watched that shit. I wasn't calling off for work. Nigga. Oh <laughs> but nobody I'm not saying calling off for work. I'm just saying you were making but sure that that's... you watch it. No, that's my point. Is that if people schedule, listen, listen, hold on, girl. Time out, time out. Listen, because this doesn't make any sense. What you're saying? Let me explain. Let me explain why. Let me let me explain. Absolutely. If you work in the evening, right? All of this shit happens in the evening time, right? So certain people may work certain days. What if your off day is Wednesday and that happens to be the day that the verses is on? Yeah, you ain't calling out of work. But if the shit was on Tuesday, you would have wanted to see the shit too. And if you was at work and you on your phone or whatever, you was going to fucking watch that shit. How many, how many of these verses have you didn't catch in real time and you watched after the fact? I watched uh, Hit Boy and them after the fact. Well, that's those are the, 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 the early shits. But um, yeah, but I cared about it, so I watched it. I went back and I so watched the it. early the early shits. I feel like more people were quarantined like more people were weren't even at work at that we're at a different what? place now we're having live shows in venues and if we're doing it if we're doing it in venues one to c's point you got to do it according to the scheduling of however shit is working with those particular venues but and you two, can make them niggas and two them niggas is doing it on. I think it's really based on the availability of the artists and the venue. Me too. The artists and the venue. Me too. It is. I'm not. I'm not arguing that. that but watch, they gotta no, make it. Was, I was out the country, bro. No, I'm listen, not going back and watching. And them. listen, uh, the locks and Dipset. That one was epic. No, the locks and Dipset was on matter. my birthday. I was on vacation and I found Wi-Fi internationally. That's because I wanted to do that. A lot of people would have just been like, yo, I'm on vacation. Fuck it. I'll get to it when I get to it. I'm invested, so I watch it. 
So that's her point, and I'm agreeing. If you that invested, you're gonna find a way to. And work. I'm disagreeing. That's all I'm saying. I'm disagreeing. And that's fine. I'm the not, numbers. Don't if lie. I don't catch so anyway, if uh, I don't I'll take catch, pain. <laughs> <laughs> but if I don't catch these shits in real time, chances are I'm not gonna watch it. And that's what I'm saying. All right. I don't know. She is old. Huh? <laughs> She's stupid. <laughs> um. So, I do want to um. This was a question. Um, now, Gert, you, well, you had a question about um, billionaire athletes and um, what what was it? Because I don't, I don't, I don't want to fuck it up. Billionaire owners, not athletes. They don't. Are professional athletes high priced slaves? Are professional are professional Simple. athletes high priced slaves? Hmm. Yes. Next question. And yeah. That that's in reference to um the quote unquote mandates for vaccine quote unquote vaccinations. If they can make if if they're making all of professional athletes get vac- vaccinated and the athlete chooses not to, then what does that make the athlete? If you're willing to do something that goes against your morals, your belief, or whatever, and you're doing it just uh you know what i'm saying does that make you a slave see what do you think um if you're willing to do it does that make you a slave if you're willing to do it against your will how is it against your will if you're willing to do it well because if you claim if you look you, at andrew wiggins yes and not to single him out but he said i'm not getting that shit and then he came back and said you know what I think and, I and like you said, because he, not, like you said he's a slave to the money. Well, everybody is becoming that, though. See, well, are you a slave? If you're a slave to the money, then that's your slave. Nonetheless, makes you a slave. All right. Well, look. The thing about it is, I don't think that it's you're you're saying your willingness. So at the same time, it's you choosing to do this, right? Correct. And that is your choice. So that does not necessarily make you a slave because if you want to look at that, the slaves had no choice or or that that is saying that you do not have a choice to choose. That's saying oh, that these people are feeling like they feel like they feel like they have a lot of people. And look, we're not saying this anybody here, but a lot of people feel like, OK, well, my job is saying I have to get this um, or else they're going to fire me. Right. So they say, oh, I mm-hmm. don't want to get fired. So I guess I got to get it. Even though I don't want to get it, I guess I got to get it because I don't want to get fired. If the question is, mm-hmm. does that make you a slave? Because yes, you are making a choice, but you do have a choice to say, okay, I'm going to go ahead and get it even though I don't want to, or I'm not getting it no matter what you say. Those are your options. So I don't think real that quick, just to, just to add... Um, I don't know if y'all seen, but 1,800 Southwest flights have been canceled mm-hmm. for pilots not going Correct. to get the shot. Mm-hmm. Correct. That would be an example Choosing. of having Choosing. the choice. I'm not I'm not doing it, so yes. fuck it. Do what you got to do. I don't care. Y'all going to have to figure that shit out, but I'm staying home. Or I'm not reporting to work. Or I'm quitting. Or whatever. I'm making the decision not to do what you're telling me I have to do, because in actuality, I don't have to do it. Now, I'm not saying, mm-hmm. right, for this particular conversation, I'm not standing on one side of the fence or the other. I'm simply saying, if you, you know, or I'm simply, 
I guess, uh, piggybacking off of the question, does it make you a slave if you choose to do it, even though you really don't want to do it? So see, to that, you right. say what? To that, I say, um, I mean, I don't think it makes you a slave. I think it makes you uh, think about, you know, I mean, because some people, not to say, all right, I just keep it with basketball. All right, you do what you, you have. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> I really don't. I'm trying to care. Really. And I really so, just so are don't you really, care. Are you really realizing that it makes I'm trying so hard to care about this shit. I really do. Uh, they get paid so much money. Like, nigga, go. I don't care. So I, I know we, we, we're going to get into it, but uh, speaking to the Jay Cutler, Sage Steele interview, she said in that interview, I don't want to get it, but I can't continue to work for ESPN if I don't get it. So I'm going to get it. The irony is they suspended her after she got it. Like, so it's wild. It's wild to be a nigga that don't want to get the shit. And then you get it and then you get dropped off the but team. That's after. It. No, but that's a real thing because we say team or we say sports or whatever, but this shit is all over the world, we know, and all over the country in particular. So Yeah, I just, care more about the teachers and the nurses and stuff like that than I would care about a basketball that's fine, player. But that's because perfectly fine. That that's perfectly fine. It, is, but what, it, it's no difference, though, right? So that's why I said I don't want to... No, no, no. It's, you're, you're making it a difference because you personally care about them over them. But what I'm saying is the point I'm of... I'm not saying that. Okay, what are you saying? I'm saying it's different because these people have, like, not trying to be smart or whatever. These people have went to school. <laughs> these people have got an education. And these people are certified to like teach and they are certified to be a nurse. Like that's what, when you are a- like, Yeah, nah, come on, come on. You're, you're, they, don't you, all, they don't all go to you school. You just care about them more, they, You just care about I'm them more. I'm not saying, but you didn't even let me finish my statement. Okay. So anyway, like I was saying, <laughs> these people are working, like they said, like in the front lines last year, when they were working in the front lines, they were called heroes and they didn't have the vaccine. And so now you're going to penalize these people who were heroes last year, who you call, oh, these are like the best people. We're wearing Superman capes and all this other shit. You're going to penalize these people and tell these people- It was buying them niggas pizzas and everything, right? Now y'all talking about you gotta go. Like, so it's different when you look at things on that way conceptually. I'm not saying because last year basketball, y'all were all in a bubble. It's not like you can't do that again. It's not like you can't do the bubble again and you can try to say, okay, guys, if y'all don't want to get the vaccine, us as an organization, we're just going to do the bubble again. It's not like y'all can't say that. But for the nurses and the teachers and stuff, they can't be in a bubble. They can't do that. They have to, they're forced to do that. They're forced to get the vaccine. That's all I'm saying is because of their profession. They're making it that but way. See, that doesn't answer the question. Uh, well, you said you don't think it makes them a slave. I didn't answer the question at all because I said I didn't care. But what I'm talking about is, <laughs> is about the NBA <laughs> being to the point to where though they can do something to change it they're just not doing it like last year you uh, everybody around it. everybody but everybody can do That's some what so with the with the what's the name workers they can make them get a negative test before every uh you know at the start of the week mm -hmm. the NBA can tell them they need a negative test before every game 
they can do something to they can create a work around it choosing not to because they feel like these niggas is their property and i don't got to create a work around for my property i just make all of these niggas do the shit but I don't think that it's the NBA as a whole. And I don't think that it's more so of them working. I, I don't think that they're making them do anything. I think they're telling them what it is and you have a choice to make. And that's it. That's that's not, I'm not making you go get the shot. I'm not saying go get it. I'm just telling you what's going to happen. to. Well, they're not because they're not because they can't. But if they could, I, it looks like they would. They can't say that publicly. But they 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 actually are saying it without saying it, right? So, and it, it, it's a smear campaign that that goes on. So, for for them to be talking about for them to be talking about this shit publicly is crazy, right? So, yeah. it, it, say like Kyrie, for example, like they're talking about this nigga's medical history on national television. It gotta be laws against that. Well, HIPAA, th- this is not a HIPAA violation, apparently, and this should be. This whole thing across the board, why you carrying your vaccine card to go get lunch or to go to the gym, that should be a violation because it's not like you, you know, and I'm not trying to say it like this, but it's not like you carrying around your STD results, you know? So yeah, you yeah, but they should make you do that too if they're gonna make you do that. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, but that's my that's my take on that. But at the end of the day, nobody is forcing you to do that. Like they are forcing, I guess, the nurses and everything else. That's just all I'm saying. They should just go back in the bubble. Do you know? (laughs) They ain't making no money. um, Shit. So, and I mean, y'all know we ain't no doctors and shit, but do you know like what actually makes a HIPAA violation? Or like, because you're saying apparently this is not a HIPAA violation. Did they just decide not to put it in the category because I think if I think it's it has to be a medical medical professional that makes it a HIPAA violation. Oh a medical right? professional so, has to disclose it. Right. You're right. So you in the medical professional, y'all kind of like lawyer client privilege. And well, I could read they the say of a violation. Okay. That'd be dope. See, take us away. <laughs> a HIPAA violation is a failure to comply with any aspects of HIPAA standards and provision detailed in, in detail. And they say all this stuff. There are a hundred ways that HIPAA rules can be violated, although the most common HIPAA violations are impermissible disclosures of protected health information. Impermissible, right, impermissible so the- disclosures of protected health violations? Yes. Right. So that would be a doctor who has your information given it to without somebody the permission. A good example of a HIPAA violation, I'm sorry, is a it's laptop. Even a talking about Kyrie or ESPN. Well, this <laughs> is what they have. A laptop violation that a laptop that is stolen, private information stored electronically needs to be stored in a secure device. So I guess like if somebody steals your stuff or snooping or accidental third-party disclosures and human error and stuff like that. Hey, real quick. I know this is um, same topic, off topic, but um, have y'all paid attention to the smear campaign going on against Kyrie Irving? If you, uh, just when y'all get a chance and you look at YouTube and you read the uh, titles of what the video are titled, um, shit is crazy because the title 
has they're, they're lying in the title. So um, one is uh, Chris Paul slams Kyrie Irving for not getting vaccinated. And when you watch the video, nigga was like, yo, that's that nigga's decision to do whatever he got to do. It ain't none of nobody else's well, business. They always slam Kyrie. Well, hold on, hold on. Real, real quick. He's been doing that for years. In all fairness, or not, I ain't really trying to be fair to them, but just to put it out there, people do that, like YouTubers and bloggers do that for the view. I, they they do that not just with Kyrie. They do this with all, everything. It's called clickbait. I get it. But when nationally televised places start doing it, I think they should be held to a higher standard. They're not the kid in the basement that's trying to get views. Or, so you're saying CNN well, and they are. like that is doing it? Yeah. Yeah, they there, are, but... There is a media smear campaign going on, which is, uh, to me, propaganda. So can I ask you this question? Wait, you're yeah. saying that CNN and them are doing like, oh, see this person, slam this person, and then when they get on a TV, they're not slamming them? Are you saying they're doing that? Yes. Um, so that's that's on YouTube. No, I'm saying, but, but you uh, said that they're doing So how is the TV doing it? No, the TV is... Um, the TV is blatantly lying too. Like, then, uh, so I don't know Kyrie to have publicly said anything, but they're creating a narrative that everybody's against him for not doing this. So, like, when Shaq and them talk about it, they're, um, and I didn't even see Shaq say anything personally about Kyrie. I heard um, him say something personally about Kyrie. He did it. You did. Mm-hmm. I didn't uh, see. I, 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 I think Shaq. I think said, well, Shaq says something about he needs to be traded, right? I think he was calling for Kyrie to be traded from Brooklyn. I think it was basketball related. I'm, I'm not sure that it was like about the. I mean, I'm sure. Well, you know, of course, all of it is kind of connected, but I don't know that. Um, I think it was more basketball. I didn't see what he said. But I, I, this is the point. I mean, I feel like because. You know, like I said off air, like I'm going to say again on air, like I'm tired of talking about the shit, period. Like, honestly, like I'm tired. Like I'm mm-hmm. I'm over it. <laughs> like I'm over the shits. Like I don't care. Like I really don't. And I wish everybody would stop caring. The, the fact that, you know, it doesn't seem like we are going to be able to fucking exist in this society without everybody caring is what's so annoying about the modern day (laughs) you know what i'm saying because this shit is here like this conversation this topic is here now you could choose not to talk about it but it's gonna come up at some point in time throughout the day throughout your week that's just where we at in the world i'm just saying i'm tired of this shit and you know everybody should be able should be able to do whatever that they want that's just my take on that um but didn't you say something about herd immunity? Remember that? Well, remember when? Yeah. They said so, that? so remember when they lied? Right. So herd immunity, right? <laughs> and I'll be honest, the, this is the first time I ever heard of herd immunity because whatever. Uh, but you know, the pandemic first started, whatever, and they were talking about the vaccine shot. Okay, and once a certain amount of people get the vaccine, then you know it's going to be herd immunity, and that should have balanced everything out. Um, from the people who do have the shot versus the people who don't. So initially, what it was reported and said was that 70% of the population would have to have a shot <clears throat> in order for us to be basically get back to normal. Because remember, that was the catchphrase. That was the hot, 
hot phrase for a little minute. Get back to normal. Get back to normal. So that's what niggas was saying. 70%, you get herd immunity, and we can get back to normal. Everybody can take your mask off. You could be good. I ain't heard no talk about that. I, last I heard, it was 60-something percent of the population that supposedly does have the vax. Um, but I just haven't heard any talk about anything else other than <laughs> vax, 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 shot, 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 jab, jab, jab. Whatever word you want to use. And that's what I'm tired of. That's why I just don't want to talk about shit anymore. <laughs> like, um, so yeah, that's that. But you mentioned Sage Steel. You mentioned Sage Steel. And that was a big story this week as well. Um, Sage Steel getting suspended from um shout out to Sage well, Steel. So I'm semi-familiar with the details of the story. Um but I know that it was supposedly like backlash about her comments about women in the workplace or something like that. Uh, what what was the what? See, do you know the actual thing or Gert? What what it was? So basically, Sage Steele did Jay Cutler's podcast. Um, I don't know when, but they it, it they both are. Uh, he's starting, Jay Cutler's starting a podcast, well, started a podcast, and he's fairly new in it, and Sage Steele is starting her own show, um, and she's fairly new in it. Uh, I don't think she's ever been interviewed before publicly, um, so this was kind of her first time being on the other side of the microphone, and they're from, like, the same place or around the same area in Indiana. And from what they said, they've never spoken before. So this was like new for both of them uh, being in the roles that they were in. And they had a, I don't want to say intimate conversation, but they had kind of like a, you know, uh, I don't know the word I want to say like relaxing, but it was a cool well, it was conversation, an interview. It was, yeah, it was dialogue between the two of them on some chill shit. It was a dope interview. Um, and she was just saying that she, it, it, it started from talking about her early in her career and what she faced early in her career. And they was talking about culture, right? So she was saying the culture of these locker rooms, the these leagues were drastically different than it is today. She was saying like, now you can't get away uh, with anything. And she was saying that, you know, early in her career, it was no way she would make a complaint against an athlete, but with the narrative changing and shit going on today, like it, it, it it's more welcoming for her to do that. But basically, she was saying that women, when they get dressed, they get dressed with intent. They know what this shirt does uh, to men when they see it. They know, like, they have intentions on what they put on for a reason. I know this is a short skirt. I'm going to wear this because it may give me the extra push to get the interview over said person who's not attractive and that women just got to be a little bit more responsible with making those choices, basically, is pretty much what she said. 
or what I took from it. It's like, you can't go in there looking like this and then expecting that from the outcome. You know, uh, basically keep your integrity intact and be mindful of what you're wearing. So um, <clears throat> based on that, I mean, I think that, um, well, you know what? I think, see, you should speak first. <laughs> wow. <laughs> go ahead. I want to interrupt you. I mean, hey, I, I, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go after. I, I mean, well, I'm just saying, I think as a man, sometimes we have a, an opinion that I feel like should be, you know, shouldn't be fucking <laughs> jumped on and, and, and torn apart. But sometimes when men speak on women issues, everybody like to get sensitive. That's why I said you go. But what I think is, um, I feel like I'm not sensitive. I, well, I know you're not. I'm just saying in general. <laughs> I think I agree. I think I understand what she's saying. I think that if you are dressing a certain way, um, as an adult who just knows what different nuances are about being in certain social social circles and what have you, like you know what you're doing. If you're a woman, I'd assume that you know if you wear certain things, you're gonna get certain looks, and you may think that might get you ahead. But, you know, I think that based on what you're saying, he was... And, and it, it may. It may get you right. Ahead, but, but but I think part of this Sage Steele thing, right, was um, she basically was saying it's only going to get you butt so far in this business. Is that was her whole thing? Right. right. So she yes. was suspended. She was suspended yes. um, because of these statements, right, basically? Yes. Um, yes. That and they 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 highlighted what she said about Obama, which was um, she said uh, she is biracial, <laughs> and when filling out the censors, no, it came from a conversation. Censor <laughs> bureau. The Census Bureau. <laughs> I definitely can't say rule. <laughs> rule. But, uh, <laughs> no, she, she said she was on The View. And I forgot who on The View, but had a big debate with her about what did she identify as. And she said she identifies as biracial. She said to go either way would be to discredit the other side. Like if I say black, I'm not being true to my white side. If I say white, I'm not being true to my black side. So I say biracial. And she said, they told her, no, you gotta pick one. And you gotta pick one because Obama picks one and he picks black. And she was like, well, I find that to be interesting that he identifies with black because he'd been raised around white people. So that's a little crazy to me. And um, cause it, it 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 that is a, a interesting thing we may could get into, but your I guess culture versus nationality, right? So if you're brought up in this culture, does that cancel out your nationality, or does your nationality cancel out your culture? Meaning, like if I'm a black man, but I'm raised by white I people. I get what you're saying. Or yeah, I don't like, think Tommy, I don't, Davis, do you? Tommy Davidson was raised by white yeah. people and he was black. He was raised with a white family mm -hmm. and he was black. Right. But that's nasty to tell somebody that you gotta pick one 
un and who are you y'all just out here just talking to people being disrespectful how dare you ask me who do i identify as a woman get the fuck out my face like what the fuck yeah like, i think it is nasty to say that. that you have That's to disgusting. choose because i was about, like as you saying i think it, it's nasty to ask somebody what they identify as that's nasty and, because and then to tell them you got to yeah. pick because somebody yeah, else it's pick. crazy I don't, and then you you say but i don't know and then I don't, you try to say i'm sorry to cut you off but you try to say you know, President Obama, as if you tried, you went to the top. You tried to go all the way, like, well, you know. No, you didn't go to the top. Because that's saying. just on, the see. regular just person. Relax, relax. You know what I'm saying. No, it's not. You know what that's I'm, not. The president. You don't compare me, but you don't compare me to President Obama. You don't compare me to President Obama. <laughs> you shouldn't be compared to compare. anybody. But what I'm saying is the fact that they used Obama, they used him because he was the former president. He was black and he's a big figure. Like, that's. So when I say the top, and, talk, and if he do it, everybody like, got to do it. Like, that's what I'm saying. That's what they, but that's what I'm saying. You don't compare. First of all, you don't compare somebody to somebody else, like you said first. But then you don't compare them to him because he chose to do that. I don't give a fuck what he chose to do. And how? Say that again, you, huh? Remix that. Say that one more time. You don't what? I don't give a fuck what he chose to do. <laughs> but how are you going to sit here and tell me that, oh, he did this, so I should do this? No, I don't care. Like, you can't sit there and say that this person is that, so he identifies as that. You you can't do that I with think her. That That's not When fair. you were saying that she was saying that she... And especially from women, if you compare a woman, all of y'all are women and all of y'all are different races. Y'all are all, all black. Y'all are all, I'm saying as far as the view is oh, okay. concerned, they are all women you. and you're talking to another woman and you're trying to compare her decisions based off of what a man did. Stupid. Come on. It's stupid. Like how? And how? make her make a yeah, decision. Yeah. All of that is stupid. I, would, I, would, I don't even I know if they said that. Because you know, you'd be paraphrasing. Are you sure they said this? Because I'm getting upset. So I don't know. <laughs> She said that they said that. I didn't see that interview, but that's what she said. uh, And she got she got backlash for the the comment she made about Obama, but they didn't put the context of what she said in it. Um, And yeah, nah, she said that. No, but I get what you're saying because there are black people who have been raised by white families like look at Ange- right. angelina jolie's kids like all of them ain't even white or whatever right only one and even <laughs> you know when you start looking at no, even madonna said madonna said is black that, <laughs> even raised by white but they ain't yeah. they adopting them too right yeah but it but, don't matter but that's the culture right. you know if you look at let's just say spanish like if you add spanish into it um if i if i'm black and i'm born uh if i'm born somewhere black but i grow up somewhere spanish mm-hmm. i speak spanish fluently i eat rice and beans every night too i may you know i just gotta eat them every night platanos niggas is crazy respectfully you gotta eat rice and beans every night yeah you'll eat it every night this is why niggas be getting mad this little this little small shit yeah that hear that you gotta eat the roasted pork yeah you know no first of all let me just say this real quick and then i want to respond to your question (laughs) i agree with what sage still was saying in terms of her saying that you know she um if she identifies as biracial that's how she identified like that's that is what it is i understand that she grew up on both sides or whatever so she's torn and that's how she want to do it keep it down the middle 
cool. I don't find anything wrong with that, right? And then to your other point about if you're raised a certain way, but you are of a another nationality, um, I think that a lot of people, or I should say people, some people feel um, torn a lot. They're really like, they don't know what to do a lot of the time. And they just trying to like pick what they think you know, whatever side they're not going to get any any resistance from. Um, I think that could be tricky. I don't know if any of us can actually answer that. We can only go off of what we think because neither one of us, you know, neither of us are biracial. But I think that it's it's a tricky thing. You know, I think I, I think the pressure of society makes it a lot harder. I think when you get in instances, when you get in instances where. Um, like say still when they tell you no you gotta you gotta choose you gotta make a choice like when people tell you you have to make a choice because they ain't the only ones to tell somebody they gotta make a choice about some shit you know what i'm saying i'm sure that this is something that they deal with so i think that makes it more difficult but i think that i think it's kind of like to each his own i think um i think it's cool i think it's wow it's not it's not refutable yes we know black is the dominant gene so we know that if you're mixed with other than you're black because that's dominant. So even if even if you want to talk percentages, it's gonna be a higher percentage of black. That's still that's science. But, he, but if you would have said I identify as white, like what about if she would have said that niggas they would have been pissed. They would have been pissed. If she would have said I identify as a man, they would have been cool. They would have been <laughs> back to Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle said, yo, Bruce Jenner was a woman cool. for one year and got Got woman of the woman year, of the year. In her first year being a woman. <laughs> yeah, that shit. That is wild. That shit that's is crazy. crazy. That's disrespectful. That's crazy. That shit is crazy. If I wanted to be yeah. woman of the year, I would have been pissed. And I like I his, I like his analogy of yo, if you at the BET awards and they say nigger of the year goes to Eminem, like it's that preposterous <laughs> when you when you look at it on the other side. At least I think, because it's like how it don't I don't I don't understand, but. They got my boo Rachel Dolezal doing fans only now because she couldn't be black. She ain't know all she had to do was change it to a man. She would have been good. She was disrespectful. If she would have turned into a black man, she probably would have been good. But right now, she's just disrespectful. You can't do that. But I mean, I guess I agree with Sage still as far as the workforce is concerned because I think you should be conscious of what you wear. You should be conscious of, you know, um, which you present. So I can agree with that. And I do believe that women dress intentionally. I don't see any other way because when you are, you know, blessed with, you know, different attributes, <laughs> um, you should not show them in the workplace. You should try to cover those up. Um, and working in, you know, corporate America, I have seen things. Um, I have seen women who try to get ahead by what they wear. So I can see how that is manipulated, manipulated throughout, you know, the whole workforce or whatever, how they do that. And that's why sometimes like when we have these conversations and stuff, I know people probably think that I'm like a victim shamer or whatever, because a lot of those Cuomo situations and a lot of those, you know, sexual uh, assault or whatever, or sexual abuse, whatever in the workforce, whatever. Um, I 
am a little wary about certain stuff because women are not stupid. And so when we do certain things, it is intentional. And if you're going into a situation trying to show your body and then a person, again, Dave Chappelle, like when he said, if you're dressed like a hooker <laughs> and, or you're dressed like a cop, right. if you're dressed like a cop and somebody comes up to you and you <laughs> said, I'm not a cop, just because I'm dressed this way doesn't mean, you and know? He was like, he so was like I agree, but that shit is confusing as hell. Exactly. And that's the confusion, right? Because if a man, if you're approaching a man and you're trying to get ahead, the whole Monica Lewinsky fiasco, yeah, Bill was disgusting, but you knew he was married and you were still pressing the issue. You still did what you had to do. Like, I mean, if you see the little doc that's on TV right now, it's just that women in a workplace sometimes use what they have to get ahead. That's all I'm saying. And so a lot of the times when we have these conversations about men being nasty in the workplace, how did it get there? How did they feel comfortable to just be nasty with you? It's 500 women that work here and they were nasty with 10. Why were they nasty with y'all? So anyway, um, I think that she was also correct when she told them to fuck off about her race. So yeah. Good job, bro. <laughs> Very well put. Word. Yeah. Um, so then speaking of like, you know, kind of piggybacking off of this topic, um, another question about self-esteem as it pertains to women, right? Because I think it's I think it's kind of connected uh when we speak about <clears throat> being in the workplace feeling like, okay, maybe I don't have the, maybe, I'm just saying, maybe I don't have the skills to, you know, move up. So maybe I can use my physical attributes or, you know, be sexy or bad, bad eye or whatever, whatever to, to get ahead. Cause maybe I have to rely on that. Some women may feel like that. Right. So the question was asked, do, uh, do women suffer from black women? <laughs> Black women, <laughs> you know, when I say black, black women, nigga. Stop this up. It's like the, the question is, do black women, do women, <laughs> black women, nigga? So, come on, you don't want to say it, <laughs> nigga. Do black, this nigga skin suffer from self-esteem <laughs> issues, all right, due to like enhancement, hair, nails, lashes, etc. <laughs> See? See? <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> yeah. Why are y'all talking to me? Oh, your opinion. I mean, I don't know. Do, might, do, black, women black. <laughs> nah. do black women don't suffer? Do black women suffer from self esteem issues? You <laughs> 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 said, she said, I answer a lot of questions on here, but that's where I draw the line. <laughs> don't ask you what I identify as. What's wrong with you? Anyway. Um, <laughs> I mean, I would I would say to a certain extent, yes. And the only reason why I'm saying that is because, and it's not just Black women who do enhancements, every woman does enhancements, right? And I'm not talking about physical, I'm talking about um, 
not not physical I'm sorry in the sense of like your butt or like surgery wise I'm talking about as far as like the eyebrows the eyelashes I get lashes shit I mean or like you know because I mean I don't really have eyebrows so when I do my little things you know I'm not blessed like y'all y'all got the nice little eyebrows and stuff so I sometimes you know Y'all do, y'all eyebrows is popping. So when I have to get <laughs> myself together, I have to get, you know, put on my makeup, put on my clown face. I put on, you know, the eyebrows too. But it's because I want to do that. I want to enhance that about myself. So that is probably an insecurity I have about my facial feature. I don't have, you know, thick eyebrows and I would like to have a thicker brow. So I go get those, you know, done or longer lashes. I go get those. Can I ask though, what does the thick eyebrow, I mean, I get what it looks like, but mm-hmm. I mean, I don't get do we know what thick. eyebrows serve as? You know, that's a good question. What the fuck are eyebrows they for? There's got to be a reason. They, they filtering out They complete dust. your face. <laughs> well, no, shut up. Hair was a filter though. That's true though. Yeah, your eyebrows. Your eyebrows. Filter for dust to not go where? Where they stopping now dust you, from now, going? Now you asking me to be the big man? I ain't the big man. I'm not talking about <laughs> dust. I'm talking about you try to look good and you putting on your face and you got eyebrows and you trying to look me, good. I'm not talking about filtering out dust. No, I know. I care about no dust. Oh my god, yo, you don't be listening. <laughs> you were talking about the original meaning of eyebrows. That's what he asked though. He said, "What are eyebrows for?" I thought he was talking about for like women. Like, what do we use them? Like, why do we just yep. eyebrows? Yeah, both right. Nah, they both right. Nah, nigga, it's not this. This is a reason they did. Yeah. yeah. The reason why hair grows. For sure. But nah, um, I asked both. That was my fuck up because I was concerned with both of what both of y'all said. Well, there you go. Why do women care about it? <laughs> and then I, I moved over to what is it actually for? Well, we care because it kind of makes your face complete. And it's just, it's just an enhancement that we feel is necessary. Well, I feel, I can't even speak of women. Let me not speak for all of them because they get offended. Now nah, you myself. could. No, See, you're here to speak for all women. No, I am not because I do not respect I'm, all women and I do not care what they think. So I'm here I'm to here, talk about myself. I'm here to speak for niggas. Jersey's here to speak. I mean, Jersey's to uh, moderate between you and I. <laughs> <laughs> But you speak for all no, women, I and not. I speak for all niggas. All women do and Jersey's the referee. But you know that's the you know that's the perceived perception yeah. of us. No. That, yeah, <laughs> they I don't like, agree. I like it. <laughs> I like it. It's some small people. I out a there. lot of hate. <laughs> you get wild hate mail. <laughs> yes, that's why I say I don't. I don't respect all women. I don't care. <laughs> Fuck your opinion. Yeah. So anyway, um, I just think that it is a form of low self-esteem. But at the same time, you have to look at this, right? Because I was talking, and I was just like, so what? You know, like when you're on Instagram and stuff and you see your your dude likes the, the girl with all of the face and all of the body and all of Why didn't you how see did that? you know that? I've always wondered. How do I know No, they that? go look. Because they go I look. But I'm wondering why. And I see a bitch doing a split and then I see my nigga didn't like this person and I'm just like, hmm. How so how does that make you her? feel? Does that make you feel some type of way? Mm-mm. No, I don't. I just laugh every time I see him. I'll be like, look at Big Thirst. And sometimes I send it to him and I'll be like, you're thirsty ass. <laughs> like, look at you like this shit. 
Look at you being Let's thirsty. See. I got a, I got a question. 10, 000, for you, or you one of a couple million. It's not like my thing is I don't get mad at that. And he don't get mad when I like, you know, like a Kofi picture or like a, you know, <laughs> like a nice Morris chestnut picture or something. You know, I'm like just a little Lance Gross. Yo, see, I got an honest question for you, see. I'm about to let it go. <laughs> I was about to go crazy. I was about to name oh, my top five. Chill, 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 chill. Stay woke. Go ahead. Go ahead, King. <laughs> what you was about to ask? Yeah, see, if if you and um if you uh your guy pulls up on you, right? And he's like, nah, you drive, and he climbs over the seat. You still getting in the car? Wait, wait, what happened? So if my man driving say, a car and he in the driver's He driving car. and he pulls up on you. He's like, nah, you drive. But instead of getting out and walking around, he climb over the seat. <laughs> he stretches his legs and try to get over it. <laughs> <laughs> you still getting in the car or not? Oh, <laughs> First oh, of all, shit. no disrespect my man. Yeah, he is no, I don't mean <laughs> I don't mean him I gotta, personally. Wait, I, I gotta say that first before I stop laughing yeah, at this joke. No, respectfully, I ain't mean him personally. I just mean I know I that's why I was stumbling at the beginning. <laughs> I ain't want to implement him personally, but I'm just saying, say jurors like jurors. No, 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 First of all, my man is not that small enough to be crawling through a car. Everybody crawling through. That's what I'm saying. Mm-mm. If a nigga climb over the seat, you still get in the car. No, I'm not getting in the car. Respectfully, That's- you have to go. <laughs> you have to Uber home because there's no Why way. Are you not Why are you out? doing this? Why? <laughs> Why are you Where are we? The First of all, wait. Are we somewhere where he can't get out the car? Like, what you mean? Like, what is is niggas boxed in? Is is there a reason? Is there a good enough reason to not get out? Obviously, the walking dead. (laughs) Like, maybe it's maybe okay. Well, he's picking me up, so he has to. I was getting ready to say maybe it's like a checkpoint, and he drunk, and we gotta hurry up and switch. But I don't know. Whatever. You can't even do that. Now, date night on the pickup, he pull up like, oh, shit, I don't feel like driving. You drive. <laughs> <laughs> and then you climb hey, over yo, the seat. It, did you see you somebody good do or, this? I'm about to say, where did she That's some funny shit to see a nigga climb over the seat. That's disgusting. That's actually nasty. He's trying out his amateur night jokes on us real quick to see how they hit. (laughs) Before he hit the stage. That's some funny (laughs) shit. That's just nasty. I'm not doing that with you. And I'm not trying to. But I I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) Date night not canceled? There is no date. There's just nothing. I'm leaving. I don't know what you're doing right now. See, at this point, when you are lifting your legs up and you're trying to split the seat, I don't know what you're doing. And I'm just going to go. Have fun. Where you going, though? <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, shit. Nigga pull up. A nigga like, what you mean? A nigga like, yo, Jers, yo, Jers, we about to go to the club, bag some <laughs> joints. Nah, but you drive. And nigga just climb over the seat. 
You just gotta close the door, go back in the house, right? <laughs> That's crazy. That is, I don't understand. I don't understand that. <laughs> but how do you climb over a seat with your clothes on, like as a man? Like you. Oh, That's some funny yeah. shit. It was an era of niggas climbing over the seat, though. At one point, it was an era of that, like that. kids. I don't know that area. I wasn't in alive because I'm just going to say. When I was a kid, I was I was a climbing over the seat. As <laughs> the it was a kid, though. It was a baby. But I'm saying, <laughs> but at one point, that shit just stopped. Like, yo, whoa, this shit nasty. <laughs> like, what I'm doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I was like 10 when I realized that. Like, yo, nah, man, open the door. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> you see a nigga do that today? Nah. That's a different type of nigga. Hey, yo, it's a lot of, hey, yo, it's a lot of passenger doors that don't open out here. Don't get it fucked up. It's some niggas riding around in cars with a passenger door don't open. Like, that been out the hood too. Or long. inside or just like closed, sealed. It's cars that's doing that in the world. Don't, don't get it fucked up. I don't want to know, but that ain't the that ain't the childproof lock on the front seat. <laughs> yeah. They lie and tell you that that's childproof. Fuck that. Fuck that. Don't do that. Whoever's doing that, stop that. <laughs> at once. Don't do that. Stop, stop at once. <laughs> yeah. Quit it. <laughs> you say quit it. Um, I cannot. Um. <laughs> I don't even know. We went somewhere crazy. Um, <laughs> we're talking about black women. Oh, it's ins- yeah, black women I mean, and their low self esteem. I, I think that, um, <laughs> they do not have low <laughs> self esteem. It's not just black women, anyway, it's all women that enhance their looks. And black women, yeah, we put emphasis on it probably a little bit, but um, I don't think that black women are, um, are the I wouldn't say that we are the only ones who who really who really go about it because it starts with with the white people if you really because white girls been getting extensions. If we're talking about self esteem, if we're talking about self esteem, I disagree. But because I think that my thing is, or my question really is, what does outside of maybe the obvious, like say like hair, right? If you don't got a lot of hair and then you add in a wig, you put on a wig or you add in extensions or whatever, then obviously you're going for a specific look, maybe to make it fuller or whatever the case may be. So that's an obvious- Maybe you want to. Well, okay, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is my man brain talking. For me, that mm-hmm. would be the obvious reason why somebody would do that. Oh, A, I want a certain look or B, I want to make something look fuller, right? So I'm saying outside of that specific point, I think that when we talk about all of these different enhancements, from my perspective, it would have to, I, I would, I think it's like you have to be insecure about something or it has to be um, to make you feel better about, you know, something that maybe you don't feel as confident about without, in my opinion, because otherwise, why would you do it? If it's perfectly fine, if it's nothing I wrong, think, why would you do it? Now, now, girls or women in general, you know, of course, and this is a blanket statement, but, you know, y'all like to play dress up. You like to put makeup. You like to do these different things. So that's just like kind of like a, a girl or a female or a feminine type of uh, attribute or trait. So, again, I get that. But I'm just saying, you know, I feel like it would have to be some sort of uh, lack of confidence somewhere 
outside of the play dress up thing because why that's just again that's man brain i don't know that's why i asked you me personally because my shit could be way off but that's what i think <laughs> i would I, I and i don't know shit but i think it would be based off intent and how much you do it mm-hmm. right so like if your intent is just dress up on some shit but if you feel like you can't leave the house without it that's where it, it, it becomes a problem. Like, yo, nah, I can't I can't go nowhere until I get this done. If you cool with your regular mm-hmm. shit and you rock your regular shit as well as you rock the fake shit, to me, I could I could kick That's it what you. I think too. But if you uh, like gotta yeah, do I, I agree with that. I, I I automatically went to the extreme when you were asking the question. I automatically went to the person who feels like they can't do without. Cause you said low self-esteem so to me if you got low self-esteem you're yeah. already kind of you know down in some way anyway so that's why i went to the extreme i just assumed that it w- we were talking about that yeah if it's balanced if you could do both or you don't you know whatever like then whatever because again i for me i accept that females women girls they like to play dress up they that's you know part of part of they shit, so that's who we were a part of like growing right, up right like, I mean, growing up, you did hear songs like I'm Not My Hair and Diary. You did hear I'm Pretty TLC um, and a couple other stuff. You know, they tried to make you understand that, you know, and even at that point in that stage in the industry, there were different things that were going on. There were like, you know, different things that were highlighted, but not as much as it is today where you see these people. And the re- reason why I say Instagram and stuff like that is because that is a visual aid for some women of what you um, men want us to look like. So a lot of the times you may think that you're just liking the picture, but as a woman, some women think that they need to be that picture for their man because wow. they like that. And so they're taking that picture and they're trying to implement that in their regular life. That's why you see women walking around like Lil Duval had tweeted one time. He said, where, where do they sell regular clothes? He said, I'm trying to buy regular clothes for my old lady. And all I see is whole shit mm-hmm. because all you see nowadays is fashion over mm-hmm. all you see now. And I'm not dissing fashion over or whatever, but I'm just saying you see like little tight stuff and you see. Oh shit. No, you said it right. Whole shit. Exactly. Like you, you see things to where though you wouldn't normally see a woman walking down the street like that. Like, come on, like you wearing a workout uniform and you going to fucking, you know, Walmart. Like what, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Everywhere. Shit. So <laughs> it is everywhere. Like I remember one time I had went to Atlanta for my birthday. It was me and two of my friends and we went to the bathroom in Bloomingdale's and the old lady came in. She said, Oh my gosh, she was like, you know what? You good ladies are beautiful. She was like, I love your hair. Cause we had our natural hair or whatever. I mean, so we had some little weave in it, but you couldn't raise hair. But <laughs> like your natural was out in the front, like but you had a little handsome. But she we were natural. We didn't have like, you know, we didn't look like Atlanta women, you know, like we were naturally us and she's seen it. And it was an older black woman. She was like, I love that. Like keep being yourself. And she encouraged that. And we were all laughing, like, girl, you don't know, we got a little weave in here, like, (laughs) but thank you. But she appreciated seeing that because what she sees every day is not that. And so I think that women, and getting back to those songs, I think sometimes if you, you know, see a woman and you appreciate her based off of her natural beauty, maybe that would encourage them to do more of their natural look. Because 
I'm I'm encouraged to do more of my natural look because of the person that I'm with. He encourages that. He likes that. So I am doing it because that person appreciates me. I don't have to get made up every day. He likes my my skin just the way it is. Like I don't have to do what these other people have to do because the person that I'm with appreciates that. And not only does he, I do too. So a lot of people don't get that encouragement and they see, oh, my man likes this. So I'm going to be more of this than me. So those where those enhancements come from. Mm -hmm. And everybody has some form of, you know, self-esteem issues, but it's just, you have to, I guess, love yours and, and love yourself. Well, did T.I. invent tricking rap? No. Who was doing that before him? Tricking, um, fab, <laughs> fab tricks make me better. Is make me better before uh, you can have whatever you like? Um, no, I don't think so. Make me better, feel like, like throwing in the bag was before, maybe, be- uh, what's but make me better is not tricking, though. That's not trick. That throw it in the bag is tricking, yeah. Throw it in the bag is <laughs> tricking, that's correct. But I think uh, you got whatever you like is before that. Yeah, let me see. It, it probably is. I think Ti changed the well, narrative. Whatever you like, nine. nine. Yeah, I think. Yeah. No, but so is what's the face two thousand? No, throw it in a bag is nine. So that must be eight then. Ah. Huh. Hold on. So that was the year. That's July twenty. Yeah, you like. You're right. It was two thousand eight. It was whatever you like. But I would say fat. Let me see. But I. But I. I don't know. I don't know. I, I would say neither. I would say neither of them. Who would you say? I don't know, but I feel like somebody did it I'm, before them too. I don't know. I, think I can't say yeah. I do too. I, I think it was. It might have been hoes. I'm not. I'm not even <laughs> going to think about it right now. I, I think somebody definitely did it before them too. I don't think that they would be the first. It might have been hoes. Nah, I think Ti, but nah, we'll Hope save that for no another day. Hope said, "Work with the Hope wasn't on trick. Little Debbie's when you done Hope get was ready. On tricking. <laughs> Might said, light your wrist, that but that about yeah, it. That Fuck it, yeah, I might wipe you and buy you a nice Mob, yeah, but you really, really gotta ride nice. Yeah. <laughs> ride nice. No, not a, know how to work your head and your hips. Priceless, but that's still true. No, that's you not. Gotta know. No, he really triggers. Yeah, he he said you got to do something for that. T. I was just saying no. I'm 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 busting the bag that for you, said, boo. No room service, just snacks and shit. Work with them little debbies, and when you're done, get ready. Yeah. <laughs> Like that ain't tricking. That's bitch. Every coach person get the fuck out of there. I think Ti <laughs> was the first one. We I gotta look think into that. Ti was the first one. Hold on. Well, look, we don't. We, I don't care enough right now, guys. We gotta end this podcast. This is this <laughs> is the this is the cliffhanger. No. <laughs> I'm gonna find out who the, uh, was the first tricking rapper. Well, we yeah. are gonna find out. So on next time. <laughs> yeah. Next time on. Life as I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they really find out who invented tricking rap? <laughs> trick daddy. Trick daddy invented trick. Nah, trick was. <laughs> he was the father. <laughs> he didn't say he's the maybe. father. He is. He's he birthed you, nigga. Nah, he was saying, nigga, you don't know now. <laughs> I don't know. Trick daddy lied. I give it to Ti. Nigga don't know no other trick daddy lied. <laughs> <laughs> nah, my favorite trick shit is uh. Uh, America, that's my shit. I think I'm gonna play that today. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't, I don't like America. Nah, my no, I know, but I was just singing that song because that's the name of my head. You would never. The nigga said no, 
No way, not in America. No. <laughs> no. But um, not in this America. So check it. Um, life as I see it. Podcast candles. Um, coming real soon. Coming real soon. Um, make sure that you shopping for all of your other candles and your smell goes at luxcollectionllc.com. And you got um, subscriptions, right? Yeah. So uh, plug that real quick. It's a, a candle subscription for all the candle lovers and the smell good lovers. Um, you get, you pay an annual fee of $25 and then you get 10% off a purchase of one thing or more. And then when you buy two or more things, you get 20% off. I mean, 20, no, it's 15% off. I'm sorry, a year. So it starts when you buy the subscription and it's it's an annual thing. So Work. so it's um, actually saving a lot. So hmm. just something sure. to throw out there. Every little bit counts. You um, put me on blast. I, you know I gotta practice stuff. Nah, you good. Fuck I it. gotta it's practice speech. Man, fuck <laughs> that. This just shit and they smell the product is good. Fuck the speech. Thank you. <laughs> Y'all understand. If you didn't understand, you can play this shit back again. Hey, <laughs> 15. I mean, oh, you can just go right, to cool. the website and it'll give you that and you get a code and that's how it works itself out. Exactly. So. LuxCollectionLLC.com. Make sure that um, you, again, are subscribed to our Patreon at patreon.com backslash life as I see a podcast for visual content. And make sure everybody is telling a friend to tell a friend. Until next time, everything Rico. Pardon me while I elevate May not be on time, but I'm never late Blazing like the player that you wanna be Flavor like your baby mama cup of tea You see the company I'm keeping now Feeling like I'm dreaming, I keep feeling like I'm dreaming Don't come around if you don't be around I've been the man, you believe me now Maybe I'm not flying, but I'm floating If we're not headed to the top, where we going? Two miles an hour, can you picture me rolling? Cause life is so much better when you live in slow motion Music, 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 music.